Carrie. And I'm Stephanie, and this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Stephanie, it's our first episode. Woo! I'm so excited, Carrie. Me too. I can't believe that we're actually recording. I know, I feel very professional. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yet, yet. Yet, yet. I'll get my microphone and then we'll, I'll be there with you. <laughs> Yes, we will sound like pros, seasoned pros. That's the dream. (laughs) So today we have some reviews to do. Yes, we do. Because we kind of had some issues Mm -hmm. getting these (laughs) watched. And so you're going to talk about... Daisy or Follow Me to Daisy Hills, The Mouthful. Yes, and I'm going to talk about the other mouthful, which is Falling in Love... Nope, nope. Nope, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even remember it. Falling it's for Look terrible. Lodge. Falling for Look Lodge. Okay, Falling for Look Lodge. But that's like the, the its alternate name, right? Because if you look it up, doesn't it have a second name? Like Look at Lo- Love at Look Love at Look Lodge? Am I making that up? I know one of the two had an alternate name. And it was Love at or in or whatever. But I don't know which which it was. Well, I suppose it doesn't matter. Although, you know, I did hear somebody talking about this. And one mentioned that uh, Daisy Hills is um, a remastered for Hallmark, I think. I thought you were going to say Daisy Hills is a real place. (laughs) I was going to be like, that's really sad. There's nobody there and nobody shops at their stores. Nobody wants to go to Daisy Hills. (laughs) They do now. There's a community store. Okay. Yeah. That's what they tell us. So let's, (laughs) let's just jump in here. I have one word and it kind of sums up both of these movies and it's bland. I would totally agree. So Daisy, follow me to Daisy Hills. Let's just do a little blurb here about a sweet little family whose general store is struggling So dad decides to call up ex-boyfriend of his daughter, who miraculously is in the business of resurrecting struggling businesses. What are the odds? And boyfriend decides, hey, I can drop my New York job and go back to this small town and help this family. No big deal. So he comes back to town. Some antics ensue with the ex-girlfriend, and they manage to bring this community store back to life by selling their neighbor's wares, like whittling, blanket making, who knows? Ribs. Ribs. Right? Yes, they mentioned ribs a lot. And that is the gist of this movie. If you can tell, I didn't like it. You're doing better than me. I've like literally watched like half the movie in like three different sittings. So I have caught here and there and I still don't know what happens in the end. Except for I'm guessing the guy and the girl get together. That is a good guess. I've watched it twice. But when I say watch, I mean it was on the TV and I was doing other things and wasn't paying attention. So does it really count? I don't know. But I've seen it twice, which is two times more than I wanted to. (laughs) And the first reason that I don't like it is because it reminds me why fall used to be my least favorite season. Wait, wait, stop. (laughs) Fall used to be your least favorite season. Yes. I knew you were going to stop me, Carrie. <laughs> Basically, it is when things come to die, you know, for winter. Oh, that's so sad. It is sad. And it's very brown. It's just not very pretty. 
and this movie reminded me of that because this movie was not very pretty. It was very dull looking, lots of overcast brown, yeah. yellow, just not good. Not good. I I will agree with that. I noticed that in the little bits that I saw, like the coloring of everything, the house, the store, the clothes, mm-hmm. everything. I think except for the one scene that I saw where they were at the ladies' greenhouse. Oh, yeah. That was the only one that I feel like was kind of bright and like normal Hallmark feeling. The rest was all kind of just dull. Yeah, it's like it rained the whole time <laughs> yeah. they filmed this. And they didn't decide to zhuzh it up with any kind of fall decorations or happiness. Which I find is really interesting because I, you know, for another show, mm-hmm. I've been looking at the promos that Hallmark's been doing for the different movies. And there were two prom- promos for this that were like a basket of apples, like two different ones. Was there a basket of apples in this movie? I can't tell you. I can't tell you either. <laughs> I feel like there wasn't. It could have benefited from, from from some red apples, just saying. But that wasn't the only thing I disliked, Carrie. Okay, so lay it on me. What's What else? There was... A huge problem. And that problem was the guy's hair. Yes. Basically doubled his like head size. It was so terrible. Why do they do such horrible hairdos in general? I I have this complaint a lot. I don't know. I feel for the actor because I know he probably has no say over what is done to his hair. But I just want to ask him like, did you feel confident today on set? Does that make you feel good about yourself? This hair? (laughs) He goes, yeah, I like the helmet of head that I have. That's his go-to look. But no, it is not his go-to look because I watched him on Home and Family and he looked decent. That sounds terrible. He's an attractive guy. <laughs> this hair, though, just was not working for him. <laughs> I totally agree. Oh, man. I really need to look up his name. I'm, I keep saying, like, this guy. Isn't his name Marshall? Marshall. Marshall follow i have to remind myself what this name is right okay this guy's name is and of course hallmark isn't going to show it that's another thing though that cracks me up on this movie is that on all the promos they were like starring cindy busby and they don't say anything about this poor guy i love cindy busby i am a huge fan of heartland and i like a lot of what she does but i'll agree with you They definitely, even like, again, the promos, all Cindy for the most part. Yeah, they don't care about Marshall Williams. That is his name. Which is interesting because he was in a winter movie this year. So you would think he would at least get some kind of billing on their promotional commercials. So it's very strange. Yeah, well, you know, it was that amazing movie. Which I hate the name of. I don't care that it's a play on the words because they have a maze. I agree. I think they're, I'm not going to lie, the name situation has gone bonkers. At least Amazing Winter Romance kind of rolls off the tongue and it's like, you kind of expect it. Does it though? It's way better than Follow Me to Daisy Hills. This is true. (laughs) Too many words. Too many words. Too many words. Yes. Oh gosh. I do want to say though, that I thought it was funny. So this is a little off topic, but it's about Cindy Busby. I thought it was funny how in this movie, she's trying to make her family business a success, but she doesn't, she needs help to do that. And part of the help is social media and marketing. And then literally 
like two months ago in her summer movie. She was a marketing social media expert in romance in the air, helping her ex-boyfriend make his business successful. So just complete opposites. And that's kind of how it is in Hallmark movies. You can be only one thing. Either you're all an expert or you're nothing at all. You know nothing. This is so true. And it also, I mean, I love a Hallmark movie. I don't generally mind the predictability in Mm -hmm. them. But it is also one of those things that's like ultra predictable where someone owns a business and they need help keeping their business alive, usually by social media and marketing. Yes, that is the savior for most businesses. (laughs) Never mind. This leads into another problem this store seemed to have, which was they had no inventory to sell. It's no wonder no one's coming to your store when you have nothing in there to buy. But of course, the few, few things they do have, they give away for free (laughs) because they're just so nice and these people can't afford to pay them, which, you know... I understand hard times, but this is not a good business model. I would agree with that. I mean, we are living in a time that, you know, is going to date this podcast one day. Oh, gosh. Because (laughs) COVID-19 is here. Maybe it'll never leave and we'll just be stuck in this, like, for a while. And it won't be dated for a while. But Well, I just think it's funny. You're like, we're living in a time. And anyone who listens to this (laughs) is going to be like, they were in COVID. It was the coronavirus. That was the time. (laughs) But it's like funny to think about like people actually are at a point where some of them just don't have any money. I mean, we're getting Mm -hmm. better now, but there was a time where nobody was, people just lost their jobs. This is true. Probably didn't have money and they probably needed that little community store to just. Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I am for that. This movie happened outside of COVID. So just going to throw that out there. I mean, it technically is COVID time though. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Are you saying? If this was happening during COVID, they have bigger problems because I saw a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but a decent amount of people without masks, without social distancing. So I have some issues. And I'm sure there was a kiss in this movie. Oh, there was. I think there were three kisses. Oh. And I only know that because I heard someone else say that. Was this one of the shocking, not waiting till the end of the movie kisses? Well, normally I would say it is shocking, except I didn't really notice because I could barely pay attention to this movie. So it wasn't that shocking. I know. I missed the, you know, exciting kiss before the end, but I just didn't care. There was like no chemistry between the two of them. Just going to throw that out there. Yeah, the parts that I I saw, it did seem to be very forced. And I saw that record part. And like, it's the only part of the whole movie where either one of them were having any fun of the parts that I saw. Granted, I probably only saw 40 minutes of the movie total. What's funny, Carrie, is you said that record part. And I'm like racking my brain. What record part is she talking about? And then I remembered when they're dancing in the attic. And I guess that was kind of cute. You know, I love a good dancing to music scene you know it was not cute what him with the flower hat on <laughs> i mean the only saving grace is it was covering the hair he needed something he was like i can't i can't work today guys i need something to cover this hair i love how cindy walks out in like the plain hat and like will not even just give him the plain hat so he doesn't have to wear the flower hat well i mean she's not feeling very charitable towards him they are exes oh that's true i guess i don't know okay it's time to rate this movie, Carrie. So for those of you who are new here, we have three main categories that we rate our Hallmark, Lifetime, and everything between movies. And they are the set slash location, 
styled look of the people and the storyline. So as far as their set and location, I gave this movie a one star. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm like being very hard on this movie. It just was not good looking at all. I agree. Even when they tried to fix it up, it was just not good. For style, this may surprise you. I gave it two stars. And that is mostly because everyone else kind of dressed decently-ish. So I was like, I'm not going to let his hair bring it down to one star. Okay. So two stars for style. (laughs) I'm not giving the hair that much power, Carrie. (laughs) Okay. I I appreciate that. And the storyline... This may shock you even more. I gave three stars because in theory, I like the idea of a general store in a small town helping the local artists and craftsmen and like selling the community goods. I like that idea. But? It was not executed well, but I like it now. So you can't make it up to four stars because of the boring. Oh, yeah. If it's boring, you can't get four stars. That's like, no. I'd agree. All right, and our special seasonal category, Fall Vibes, gets one, and instead of stars, we're doing pumpkins. Gets one pumpkin. So one pumpkin because there were no pumpkins in the store or in the decor. This is true. And you know, now that I'm looking at these numbers, I'm like, maybe I should have tried averaging them out. But no, one star feels about right. Yeah, well, let's see. I'm trying to do the math in my head, people. Seven. Let's see. Three, four, five, six divided by three. So it would get a two. Two and something. Two and a little. I don't think you did your math right, Carrie. Well, if you divide seven by three, you're not going to get a whole number. I don't think it adds up to seven. One star plus two stars is three plus three stars is six. Oh, I thought you gave one a two. Did you not give one a two? I gave the set one. I gave the style two. And I gave the storyline three. And that equals six. Welcome to our math class, everybody. I'm not looking at them, so I was just trying to count them in my head. I was going one plus one plus two (laughs) plus three. I'm pretty sure it equals six. Okay, we'll go with two, people. We'll go with two. But that's not what I gave this movie. Anyway, (laughs) let's get to Look Lodge, Carrie. I am so excited to hear your thoughts. Okay, so I have lots of thoughts. This one I actually did watch all the way through. And the girl in the movie is Clark Bacco. Is that her real name? I think so. I don't know. I didn't look that up. You didn't look it up. It's like you pulled his name out of your out of a hat, Clark Bacco. Well, you, I, that's what it said on the Hallmark Channel. And I said, okay, Clark Bacco, B-A-C-K-O. <laughs> we'll go with it. Okay, we're, we're going with I, it. I'm guessing that's what she wanted to be credited as. I do like the name Clark. Continue. Especially for a girl. Sure. So she plays Lily, who works for her sister at an inn in the mountains. And this person quits unexpectedly. And Lily steps up to try to earn a spot to Mm -hmm. be promoted to the activity director, which is not actually an activity director. I thought she was wanting a promotion to be like... Hey guys, here's your hikes for the day. And here I made the schedule and you can paint. Well, isn't that an activity director? She's a, she's an events coordinator though. Oh. That they called activity director. Are events and activity not the same? No. Well, I think of an events coordinator as like, I am coordinating your wedding Mm -hmm. and planning it. An activity director, I would think would be like at 11 a.m. We're going to have yoga. At one, you kids can come paint. Gotcha. You know, those kinds of activities. Okay. Got it. Then Jonathan Kelts, he plays Noah and he was supposed to plan his sister's wedding week, but had his assistant do it. Mm -hmm. And since there 
activity director quit, they don't know what was planned for the wedding. So they have to start over again. And Lily and Noah have to plan it. And Noah's this very busy, work-focused person. Of course. And Lily is super nice, hardworking, but like family-first kind of person. And there's also this dynamic between Noah and his sister, Justine, which like makes the whole thing more difficult. So the first thing that I want to talk about, I'll start out on a high note. (laughs) The one high note. Diversity. Yes. We actually, you and I were just talking about like a couple of weeks ago that we would like to see my more diversity. I, di- I couldn't think of like when I had really seen like an interracial couple on one of these movies. And apparently there's 10% of marriages that are interracial relationships. I'm surprised it's that low. I am too a little bit, but it was marriages and not relationships. Okay. So maybe that's where it's only the people who have actually gotten married, you know, mm-hmm. or are currently married because could have gotten divorced. <laughs> And then there goes that high note. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right out the window. So I think it was good to see them start moving in this direction, like taking a step in this direction. And there's another movie in this set of five that I think is a pretty much an all person of color cast. I think you're right. Yeah, the my best friend's bouquet. Yeah. Terrible name. Yeah, the names. But the actress, the lead girl, her name is Chaley Rose. I think that's really pretty. That is pretty. So diversity, give Hallmark a thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Yay. For taking a step forward. And my next item kind of literally stopped me in my tracks. Oh, dear. When I was watching this movie. I was like, wait a second. What bride tells her husband to plan, I mean, her brother, who she doesn't talk to that much and doesn't know her fiance to plan their wedding? Hmm. So my question is, so I did watch this movie-ish. And from what I could tell, they weren't like it was just the two of them. So would it make sense, though, if he's her only family member for her to ask him to help her? Well, I think it would make sense for him to her to ask him to help. It's odd to me that he was responsible for the whole thing. That makes sense. So his assistant ended up doing it. Nobody knew what to do. So now she's like, well, now you're forced to help to figure it out with Lily. And (laughs) the sister claims, you know, oh, I just wanted you to be involved. But I also kind of feel like pushing something on someone. I I think you would know by looking at this guy, like wedding planning isn't his thing. You know? Yeah, he didn't seem, he seemed, he's very like uptight, buttoned up. Yes. Like not a wedding creative, romantic type person. I agree. And so I feel like you could have said, hey, can you take care of the rehearsal dinner, planning that? And that would like make so much sense. Okay, yeah, I can take care, I can take that and do that. Or I need help with this or I need help with that. But literally the entire week of them being there, he was supposed to plan. That's a bit much. And I'm a control freak. There's 0% chance my brother is planning my wedding. I do not know what I would get. Well, it would be a surprise. And if you're into that kind of thing, you know, it could work. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I like your openness. I'm not so open. Well, I have two sisters, so it's a little different. I don't know what they would plan, but I feel like I'd have a little bit more faith in them than your brother. I would agree. And you guys know each other really well. I mean, and they know each other well, just not as much as adults, you know? Right. Like they've kind of fallen away since their parents passed away. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like a preferred storyline would have been. (laughs) Your preferred storyline. Okay. (laughs) The sister is really stressed because the old activity director quit and didn't leave behind the details of the plans. Mm -hmm. 
And so then Lily and Noah decide to team up so that they can lighten her load and she can enjoy the week more. Oh, okay. You see, so it's not as much, oh, I pushed all this thing, whole thing off on you and now I'm mad at you. But I don't think that that feeds into the conflict between the brother and the sister. No, we need conflict. Although conflict's supposed to keep things interesting and this did not seem interesting. Yeah. Well, because it seemed like every time you turned around, there was conflict when there didn't need to be conflict. But that's family sometimes, I guess. That's true. So this movie suffered from too much conflict. I think so. Is that the only thing it suffered from, Carrie? No, because I also think that he was pretty unlikable for most of the movie. Like, I think he redeemed himself towards the end. As they do. That's true. But he literally, for probably over an hour of the movie, is like not interested in anything that they are doing. Yeah, I I second that because I tend to look at the clock to see like where we fall in the Hallmark formula in the movies. And we were like pretty far and he was still being the same guy he was in the very beginning. Yeah, I agree. It, It seemed to go on and he didn't seem open to it. No. I also think that I had issues with their filming. Oh, really? Yeah, specifically when they were hiking the mountain. Did you see this part? I saw that he was struggling and she kept talking about, you're wearing new boots. You shouldn't wear new boots. But other than that. Oh, yeah. She gave him a hard time about that for a long time. But they were filming, especially at the top of the mountain, because I don't know if I didn't notice it earlier or it was just this one part. Which I looked up the place that they filmed and it's in Ottawa, Canada. That sounds pretty. Yeah, but there's no mountains around. Oh. So it could have been that this part was like fake. And that's the reason they decided to use this filming technique. Okay. What is this filming technique? Let's put leaves, autumn colored leaves in front of the camera so that they're out of focus. As if somebody is standing in the bushes (laughs) videotaping them. This just turned into a (laughs) Lifetime movie, Carrie. It, it, I, I didn't like it. it. It was on the verge of creepy. It probably wouldn't say it was creepy because it was clearly that they were trying to add in the autumn colors, you know, mm-hmm. but I didn't like that filming. It wasn't done very well. Yeah, I didn't like the, the choice. There's a lot of creative choices that were made that weren't great. Yeah, I agree. Now, as for something that I felt was kind of shocking, I don't know if you saw this part either, but the sister wore this lacy white dress at one point and I was kind of taken aback at how busty it was. <laughs> I did not notice this. (laughs) I was like, because Hallmark tends to be very modest. Yes. On their clothing choices. And I was like, wow, not that it wasn't A, something any bride might want to wear or B, looked nice on her. It was fine. It was just a little bit surprising to me. So was this her wedding dress? Or was this just a random dress she wore? No, this was, I think, maybe, I don't remember at what point in the movie it was, but I think it might have been like rehearsal dinner dress or something like that. It was one of those ones that are super popular with the straps and the lace. And it's lacy, but then it's like a T-length. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, because that was very specific. It's like a V-cut, strappy, lacy dress. It sounds cute. I'll send you a picture later, and I bet you know what I'm talking about. Yes. See, the only clothing choices that I noticed and I actually liked was the end when they had a lot of gold pieces in their hair and the main girl had a gold dress. I thought she looked really pretty in. Yeah, I liked the gold dress. I was going to touch on this in style. I thought it was pretty, but that was the only, other than those two dresses, that's the only thing that really stood out to me. Of course, Lily most of the time was wearing her work uniform, which was a button-up white shirt. Mm, Low budget, this one. (laughs) (laughs) Here, here, Clark, wear the same shirt every day. (laughs) 
She's got like seven of them. So then I have two more points. Okay. The last one is redeeming too. Well, that's good. Lily's sister, since we're at Halloween, I can say it. She was a bit of a Sanderson sister. Oh, dear. I actually thought, so since I didn't pay a lot of attention to this movie, Uh I went back and forth on thinking, okay, she's her mom. Okay, they're not related because the way she's acting towards her is like, they're not related. And then I caught the part where she's like, as your sister. And I'm like, what? I know. And I think she, I think the whole point was she felt she needed to be super professional with her sister because she didn't want to be seen as giving her sister something she didn't earn. Although everybody who works there felt like she earned it. Yeah, because everyone seemed to love her. Right. And I mean, she's obviously good at what she did. She she did take care of everything. And there was this one point where the sisters like Noah and Justine were mad at each other because they've got family problems. And Lily is like, yeah, they're, they're upset, but it's not really, it's not really something I could do. And she's like, everything's your problem. You need to do whatever it takes to make it better. And then Lily takes him hot cocoa because Beatrice, the soon to be niece of Noah said that she should do it. And then the sister finds out and fires her for it. She's like, you have to stay professional. I can't believe that you did this. And she just is like, you're fired. Oh my gosh, I did. So I caught the end when she's like, I shouldn't have fired you, but I didn't know why she got fired. But now that I know, that's a really dumb reason. I agree. And I'm like, you pushed her to do it anyway, because you weren't listening to her when she was telling you about the issue at hand. So she was handling a personal issue personally. And this is at a point where his sister gets upset again, because he thinks she thinks that Lily wrote his speech and not him. So it was like this whole thing. Oh my gosh. I feel like she would not have done that with a regular employee. I just could not believe it. And I was like, wow. Now she did come around at the end and she apologized and she was much nicer. But when she fired her, she's like, you're fired and you need to leave the premises. But we've set up a room for you at our house. (laughs) (laughs) You need to leave the premises, but go home. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, what? So doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Okay. So now I'm ready to hear your ratings. Unless, do you have another point? Oh, yeah. You do have. I've got one more really quickly that I have to touch on. The redeeming one, right? Yes, the redeeming one. The father-daughter dance. I'm using air quotes around father because it's brother. (laughs) But they kept calling it the father-daughter dance thing that he had to do because he was stepping in for the father. This part made me tear up. I thought it was very sweet. The speech, the dance, they kind of, everybody's happy, you know, whatever. And she saw the speech and everything. So I felt like that part really felt hallmarky to me and kind of redeemed it better. Well, that dance always hits you in the emotional feels. So it's not totally surprising that at least there was a good moment. I agree. So for the set, I gave it four stars. Oh, wow. I thought the lodge and the mountains were beautiful. I didn't care for the filming style. But I thought the actual location and stuff was pretty. Mm. You did not? No, I I can agree with that. I mean, mountains are always pretty, even if they were fake in this movie. I agree. So for style, I gave it three stars because I felt like it was fine, but I felt underwhelmed by a lot of their choices. So the only part that I felt like really was good was... I thought the sister looked really great in the wedding dress, although you could clearly see where they pinned it under her arms to make it fit right. I didn't even notice that. Yep, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) That's a one for you guys on the Enneagram. (laughs) 
You want somebody to point out what's wrong with the situation? That's me. But I also love the gold outfit. I thought it was really pretty. But those were the only two choices that I really felt were like really good. Okay. I can agree with those. Let's see. Storyline. I gave it three stars. Most of it was kind of boring. Noah's character was very dislikable. And the dynamic between the family was difficult. And I'm still stuck on Noah planning his sister's wedding. Can't get past that. But I I felt like the saving grace was the end. And not because it was over. Okay. (laughs) I was going to say, well... The credits rolled and that was Carrie's favorite part. You're like, yeah, that's such a nice song. Uh, no, I felt like it, like he did come around at the end. I just wish they hadn't made his, his character so unlikable at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have issues with Hallmark, like almost making people into different people instead of bringing them back to themselves, which is really what they're trying to do. And this one almost felt like a different person, mm-hmm. but I didn't go as, I mean, if I'm comparing it to Daisy Hill, I did like it better. The storyline too. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if I'm comparing it to Daisy Hill's. Maybe I marginally liked it better. Marginally. For fall vibes, I gave it four stars because they basically did all of the fall things. Um, It's pumpkins, Carrie. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You gave it four pumpkins. Four pumpkins. <laughs> I actually put stars on my notes. And that's so did why I. I stars. Okay. So they basically did all the fall things. They did the s'mores. They did the hiking. They had the leaves. You know, it was clearly it was fall. So I, because they did so many fallish activities is really why I counted it as four. A four pumpkin movie. Yep. I, I, I agree because they did do a lot of fall things and the mountains just feel very fall to me. So I think that's a good rating if we're going off fall vibes. Okay. So those were the first two fall movies for Fall Harvest on Hallmark. There are three more. Do you know what the three are, Carrie? Well, because we've already said it, my best friend's bouquet. <laughs> Yes, my best friend's bouquet. And then there's... Um, there's one with Andrew Walker and what's her name? And Nikki Deloche. Nikki Deloche. Sweet Autumn. Okay. And then the other one I literally just looked at today because I was trying to find out what it was. It's Country at Heart. Oh. And it has like three leads because it has Niall Mater, Lucas Bryant, and Jesse Schramm. And I love Lucas Bryant. He was in a television show that I really like. So I like him a lot. I like him because he was in a movie I saw recently the one with, with Jen. Rachel Lee Cook. Oh. Wait, with the one with Jen. Oh, no, no. It was Rachel Lee Cook, where it's the... Um, the app and the yes. company. You know, I was I was confusing it with the Jen Lilly one where she has the app. That's why I was... The, you know, she... Was that Mingle All the Way, the Christmas one? Yes, yeah. No, that was... I forget his name. You're talking about the one where she gets the app stolen from yes, her. Yes, that's the one. And thinks it's mm-hmm. him. I liked yeah. him in that. So my feeling on these three movies is that they purposely lowered the fall bar so low with these first two that you can't help but enjoy these next ones because they have some of the major Hallmark stars like Andrew Walker. Uh, let's hope so. Yeah, I, I I don't know if I have high hopes, but I love Andrew Walker, so I've got to at least kind of like his. And I mean, Nikki Deloche isn't my favorite, but she's not like somebody that I don't like watching. Yeah. So I think that I one will be good. You kind of know what you're going to get with those two. And then the bouquet one sounds like a spring w- movie. It does. But I think it looks fun. I do think it looks fun. I think it looks cute. I like Chaley Rose because she was in her first Hallmark movie. I think it was Christmas last year. So this will be her second one, I believe. Was this a Hallmark movie or a Hallmark Movies and Mysteries movie? It's a Hallmark movie. None of the fall ones are Movies and Mysteries. I know, but you said she was in another one last year. Oh, the Christmas one. 
I feel like it was a Hallmark movie. It didn't seem super serious to belong on the Movies and Mysteries channel. Okay. Because you know. You don't get it. I don't always get to watch those. <laughs> she will this year, folks. Because I can't watch all these movies myself. <laughs> I mean, I could, but you know. I won't make you. No. I need someone who's also watched some of these to talk to them about. Yeah. And then the last one is The Country One, which I'm kind of on the fence about. I know I, I like Niall Mater. I've watched all those Aurora Tea Gardens with him, which is ironic because it's on Movies and Mysteries. But I like had Philo for a little while. So I right. watched them mm -hmm. all and I like him on that. And I've liked him in a couple of other things. He's grown on me. He's not my favorite. And Jessie Schramm, sometimes I like her, sometimes I don't. She can be too perky. I'd agree with that. I'm I'm kind of on the fence. I don't know if I wa wanted to watch one of her whole movies all the way through. So I'm going to watch this one, though, and we'll see how it goes. They're singing, though, so hopefully that will, yeah. I will say, in her defense, I did like, I think she did another fall one, because they've shown it recently with Jessie Hutch, and it's like a, a farm, and she makes some kind of pumpkin cream. I thought that one was cute. Well, I saw her in the one with Marshall Helmethead guy. Oh, the amazing winter. Amazing winter romance. Yeah, the terrible name. It it was a horrible movie. I did like that it was, it looked cold, though. It did look cold. Lord, I hope it wasn't, like, made to look cold and it's, like, 95 and they're wearing, like... <laughs> I feel like it was real. Coat. I give them five snowflakes for realism. Okay. Yeah. I hope it was real. I don't think they're that good at making things look that real. No offense, Hallmark. <laughs> so that will, will be coming up. Oh, we didn't do our love and love or nonsense for the oh, movies. Oh, that's right. So for those of you who don't know, because this is our first episode. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. After we review each movie, we are going to decide if it was love or nonsense. And I think for these two, we're pretty much agreed. Agreed that both yes. were nonsense. Lots of nonsense. Unfortunately. Which is sad because I actually love fall movies. I love fall. And I just love the idea of a fall movie. But these fell short. Agreed. But this week is another fall premiere. So maybe it'll be better. All right, Carrie, do you want to share what our next episode is going to be so they can all look forward to it? What is our next episode? <laughs> Is it the top five? It is our part one of the upcoming Hallmark slash Lifetime Christmas movies. Oh, so okay. So the ones that are coming out in October, we're going to talk about. Okay. So that's what we're going to do next time because... Because I just reminded you. Yes. <laughs> So subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes released. And if you're on Apple Podcast, we'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen and our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye.